You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to episode 434 of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim back in the Sunshine State, Orlando, in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's been a while, Tim. I'm, I'm, you're trying to remember where you are, but this is Matt. I yeah. know I'm in Minneapolis. I haven't left. Here I am. And uh, this is Spencer out here in New England. I haven't gone anywhere either. We did take last week off as a little mini break vacation spring break all the kids uh were in florida so tim escaped uh smart move mm-hmm. i think on his part but it's... we've got a lot of bike racing to catch up on yeah we do a lot of bike racing lots of uh things going on in the world of bikes um i want to give a quick shout out to i was out at sea otter the the biggest bike festival of them all and i will highly recommend that to everybody that listens to the podcast to go check out sea otter at some point um, and you guys as well, but ran across a few people that listened to the podcast. Some came by, um, and said hello. And then one gentleman, um, tried to say hello, but did not have a voice. Uh, so Chris, shout out <laughs> to you, <laughs> you know, send us an email, but it was, it was great to, uh, uh, um, hear you struggle through speech to say that you listened to the pod. Um, it was fantastic. Hey, we, we do it every um, week. <laughs> lots of, uh, I don't know how much goofiness was there for you this year, little guy. I did see the mm-hmm. rotor like uh, one by thirteen? Uh, that was pretty cool. I'm sure you're all into the uh, the Spanish drivetrains. I love I love a good Spanish drivetrain. It does seem like there's a. I mean, I know TRP has a new drivetrain, and I feel like somebody else has a new mountain bike drivetrain. There's a there's a few options out there for folks that don't okay. want to go the SRAM uh, Shimano I, I, route. I can't route. remember if we've discussed this. I'm sure we did at some point, but I don't remember your stance on it. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the chainless drive chain with the like the shaft drive with the mm-hmm. cassette that's oh, yeah. kind of sideways? Yeah. Where did you yeah. fall on that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I what's old is new. It's that's wacky. been around for like 120 years, so I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like it keeps coming back periodically. It's one of those. Okay. What do you, everything what is do you think of pinions? What do you, do you like pinions in yeah. the bottom bracket? Oh, okay. uh, sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> so I not, didn't, I didn't see of... anything cool from, from like from photos around. I haven't seen anything that blew my mind, Tim. Anything. There wasn't, change your there life? wasn't anything that, that blew my mind at all. Um, it was really cool though, just to see so many people back. And in particular, they do a really cool demo area with womb bikes for kids. Yeah. So like one of mm-hmm. one of the highlights was just to go see the kids absolutely crushing the dirt ramps with their Strider bikes and their womb uh, bikes in this like demo area at mm-hmm. the foot of the um, kind of the the hill. That that was just cool to see because it reminds you how important the next generation is to cycling. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was it was definitely the biggest sea otter I have been a part of and gone to. Uh, pretty cool to see. Uh, fantastic weather, dusty as always. And uh, you know, yeah. shout out also to friend of the pod uh, Chris Smith um, for uh, being out there as well because I know that uh, he's been able to see through uh, quite a quite a challenging year and yeah. to see him in person yeah. was uh, pretty pretty awesome and uh, and our true highlight. So my my old boss. <laughs> your old boss i did it yeah your old boss at uh at, at the best company that you ever worked for i would yeah, say time I, I would think so yeah yeah <laughs> um so on the way out to seattle i did do some uh some bike shop recon if you will and i i will okay. i will say that i did see some time atax on sales floors mm-hmm. so really? time is back <laughs> time, time pedals. You could go back into stores and, and time, maybe find some ATAC cleats. Time so, is a circle. <laughs> Interesting. It's, uh, it's good, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm sure there is some gravel racing that you can uh, watch on or find out more about Keegan Swenson winning the mm. mountain bike race, and I believe Sophia 
um, Gomez Valencia. Yeah, sounds I don't know. Right. Slate it. I know, but wins it on the mountain bike for the Lifetime Grand Prix Stage One. Guys, I, I was you met, you said the time is a circle, Spencer. I was really trying to come up with a time. Not a flat circle, but like a low stack height or something. Some sort of stack <laughs> height related uh, circular <laughs> pedal joke. Maybe we can, <laughs> uh, maybe the listeners can help me uh, work on my tight five on time pedals and workshop this. Time, There's got to be a joke just somewhere. just a, a ceramic bearing that keeps spinning around yeah, the forever. spindle of life, little guy. The uh. spindle of, yeah. <laughs> the titanium spindle of life. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I saw some so, uh, time pedals today too, Tim, when I went to a bike shop. So it's it's yeah, real. It's, uh, they're there. It's very very strange. I, I I almost sent a message to you both. That's how rare it has been to see them in, <laughs> in, in the last few years. That uh, I, I got excited. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, 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 things that I was thinking about sending messages to you about, mm. I have been waiting on the edge of my seat. I'm sure like all of our listeners for an update. Um, I, I, I need to know, mm. have you finished, uh, completed your prototype of the yeah. uh, knockoff fall Raven specialized short sleeve puffy coat on a rock? Mm-hmm. Uh, that they so, made. Um, can Spencer remind me? Little guy did go to a thrift store and buy one for like a yeah, dollar fifty. So, so ten dollars. This, this $10. thing is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. hadn't seen it, it's a short sleeve puffy coat that doesn't make any sense for cycling. That is yep. sold by Specialized Fall Raven uh, collab. We sent little guy out into the field um, with ten American yes. dollars to purchase a puffy coat of some kind to cut the sleeves off it and see if it was good for cycling. Little guy, yeah. where are we at? This was about six months in the making. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. So, which, is, which is the average production lead time for clothing. Yeah, yeah. So no, six months, it, you know. That's fair. Huh? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, we had to source it. That took like an hour. Yeah, no, I got it done. Um, I will reveal it this this coming week here uh, <laughs> on the Instagram. I've been waiting for okay. the right weather Uh Unfortunately, Minnesota uh, <laughs> usually requires sleeves yeah. on your coats, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a unique piece in that way. We didn't get we didn't we didn't get to go into our usual uh, yapping about weather a few weeks ago, which I know you're really sad uh-huh. about, Spencer. But we had we've had a very cold winter, just kind of endless winter here, um, which I know you're aware of because you've been over there cackling. Yeah, yeah. And I've been hearing you cackle and laugh yeah. about it. But we also had. One week of ninety degrees, which was too hot for that weird outfit of uh, mine. I was also sick, so I was just like overheating in general. But okay. now I th- now we're back. To, we're back to normal spring, and I think this is the week we're in the fifties and sixties. I think uh, this is the correct weather for the outfit. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm gonna I'm gonna All do right. the test this All week, right. and I'll I'll get it out to the people. I I look forward to hearing about it, and I'm. I'm curious to know if you're going to go with arm warmers or not. I I, I don't want to know what you're thinking yet. Yeah. Well, All you right. know, it's going to be a it's going to be a morning commute, afternoon come home sort of thing. We're going to see how it oh. how it works in these two different times because I'm still got the you know 30 degrees to 55 degrees sort of temperature I, swing going on. So I'm confident that you're going to be able to pull this off. Um, yeah, I did actually see this spectacle in person. <laughs> Um, oh, oh my, what a treat. On, it was on a closeout rack. So little guy's already, it, uh, he's already getting close to the ballpark of, uh, you know, what he's going to be able to sell this for at the bike swap. Yeah. Um, that sounds good. which is also forthcoming. So again, lots of stuff going on here in the podcast. I know we weren't here to talk about Amstel gold. I know we weren't here to talk about, uh, but we are here to talk about LBL and we are uh-huh. here to also talk about in the lead up to LBL, because obviously there's the disappointing news that um, Pogacar broke his wrist early in LBL, mm-hmm. but he was using his wrist to the best of his abilities by slaying all comers on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, social media yeah. in the build up to both Amstel and LBL. Definitely a highlight of the week. I don't know uh, if if our listeners are social media savvy. I kind of assume they are. Um, but if you haven't been seeing what uh, what Pogue has been doing 
on the social media uh, for the past, I don't know, maybe the whole season. Uh, it has been a spectacle. Um, I think this man, like he is either on his bike training at altitude or whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. or he is laying with the legs up on the bus in the hotel room, wherever, just Google searching his own name on social media because he is replying to anyone and everyone that is like speculating about what he's doing, what he's racing, how he's feeling and just replying to like randos and, uh, and smacking them down when they're like, Oh, I don't think he's got it. And he's like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) just like short, short little things, nothing mean, nothing vindictive, but he'll just be like, Oh really? Interesting, you know, like it's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it's been a, so, a great joy uh, to see. So maybe as he's uh, recovering from the broken wrist on the trainer in a build mm-hmm. up to the Tour de France, that he is still probably favored to win. This yeah. is actually the the broken wrist is actually going to make this more exciting than the Whoa. robotic nature of his dominant victory that was almost guaranteed mm-hmm. going into July. Well, you guys know my general crash theory is that yep so many riders come back and pre broken wrist he's been on a tear since february yeah the beginning of basically mid-february he's barely ever even at stage race has been outside the top 20 in anything he's won i can't count that high but i think this is actually probably good for him because he probably needed to take a break and he probably wouldn't have taken a break because the form the old, was too good. So, so this is perfect. It's almost like the, the old Lance Armstrong method where you only do one or two races before going yeah. to tour de France to, to slay it. So you actually, you know, could stay healthy, avoid all the crashes. I don't know if he's going to make it back for the criterium international, but, uh, it will <laughs> be, not. um, uh, so unfortunately it did crash. Pogacar, like we've talked about, I mean, guys, generational talent. <laughs> um, we do. We should talk about the. Let's talk about the men's LBL. To be clear, yeah, I yeah, I yeah. was only able to watch the the finish of the women's. I watched the final twenty five k of the women's race. I did not get to watch the um, the men's race. What I did see were pictures, and what I did see was a disappointment because I did see Remco <laughs> trying to do the white bibs, white jersey uh, world champion kit, I, and I'm sorry. I, I the only person I want to see in the white bibs. With the world championship uh-huh. kit and jersey is Matthew Vanderpool. It's allowed <laughs> there. Wait, Vander, not, Vanderpool right. owns it, so, but Evan Poole can't do it. I don't want to see it. No, Remco can't do it. Oh. Just didn't. Just I no. No, didn't. I didn't bother putting white shorts on our itinerary on our agenda yeah. for tonight because I knew in my heart of hearts that you would bring it up regardless. <laughs> and I am glad that you have proven this um, right. because I was. Very interested to know everyone's stance on the white shorts. Now, this is a this is a young kid. He's new to the scene, relatively speaking. He's only twenty three. This is his first world championship. <laughs> you know, obviously, um, saves the quick step a, season. Has he earned eh. it though? White shorts? No. Has he earned it? No. Oh, Are you guys seriously it. saying that no. Evan Poole, as world champion? Okay. Let me let me let me put it this way. I saw it floating around on the, on, on the yeah. I I saw it floating around on the internet somewhere, so it's obviously factual, and I didn't check it uh, because uh, why would it's I? On the internet, <laughs> um, Remco is the first world champion to win a monument wearing white shorts since Paolo Bettini in two thousand six, who won at Lombardia. Who you know did what? that? Who who went back and checked the tape on <laughs> I everything? A hero, a hero, that is made A hero did. A hero did. And, and if someone and if yeah. someone made it up, they made it up so well that it's believable. It's uh, it, it makes sense. It is gospel. It does so, sound. It does sound true. Are you putting little guy? Are you putting Remco twenty twenty three on par with Paolo Bettini? 2006 is all I'm saying. This is the question in front mm. of you. Um, I no, I'm not going to do that yet. But probably after the Giro, I'll probably have to. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> so, so let's actually. I this is so well done that I'm going to go back to. Let's just go through it. Since th- this is not that many world champions, so I think we could actually. It definitely wasn't 
Alessandro Balan. I forgot he was even a world champion, so definitely didn't wear white. Uh, 2015, Evans, come on. Cadell Evans didn't do it. I bet Balan. Balan's Italian. Balan would have done the all-white. Did he win? He certainly would have done him. He didn't win a yeah, monument. He won a world championship. In the no. world championship, though. He only won <laughs> okay, one monument. Tor, did Tor Hushfold win a monument when he was a world champion? No. No, okay. probably not. So, Cav. No. Gilbert, he wouldn't have worn the white bibs, though. No. I don't think so. Wrong time. And then uh, Roy Costa. I mean, the Kiewikowski. work has been done. There's there's I mean, no reason to fact check no, this. That's it's what I'm already saying. correct. I'm just, yeah. like, and we know Sagan didn't do it. So... Do we? Yeah, this is. He he did not win a world. Cha- he did not win a monument in white bibs like that. Who well, did won, that work? He won Flanders in the jersey, and he won and he won Roubaix in the jersey. He might have had white bibs on one of those times. I don't remember. No, we would have talked about it. We, we were doing podcasts. <laughs> I mean, we would have. <laughs> like like we'd remember. That's the hard line. Is the things we'd remember. Well, that's, that's the thing. So, you're sure. <laughs> anyways, congratulations to uh, Remco for the win at LBL. Let's talk about that. But let's uh, let's give him a major fail on the white bib shorts. He hasn't earned it. I don't think so. I, I wow, you guys have a high level. I mean, I am yeah. no huge Remco no, fan, actually, but the guy actually, is the world I would champion. Say he just won back-to-back LBLs, and he's the reigning Volta champion. That's that's not a bad little uh, current set of uh, things you're the uh, champion of. Now, one thing you're and not considering, a little bit of a rainy day there in LBL uh, as well. Oh, yeah. it was well, th- That was topic of conversation still, with the white still, bibs. Still choosing the white bibs there, little guy. That's, com- that's what I'm saying. Guy's got confidence. Also, to mm. that, I would say when he was rolling back into Liège, Basically on a casual group ride because he had a minute thirty up on yeah. everyone and just chilling. Yeah, yeah. He was like snapping the bibs off the legs, like pulling them off because you know they were feeling a little too tight and a little too revealing. He was trying yeah. to make sure they weren't they weren't you, showing more than he wanted. It were you disappointed awkward. in that final uh, group ride into town that he didn't pull out a slice of pizza? Oh, that would have been. I mean, if if the team uh. car would have pulled up next to him. And handed, handed him a pizza personal hut. pan pizza. The pizza hut, yeah. I mean, this is why we should be in charge of marketing <laughs> like, for some of these teams because <laughs> like a like that's... a like a bucket pizza. Like, oh hey, yeah, <laughs> obviously. You get the button. I mean, maybe even on that last uncategorized climb, that's like six percent. He even gets handed the little the little cast, you know, because the personal pans would come in that little cast iron. He doesn't care about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a minute thirty. He doesn't mind. He's cutting it. I mean, it'd be beautiful. Or he turns his book it, he turns his bucket thing into the team car and then they give him the pizza. I mean, try well, to promote reading. To... Get the get the kids into books, you know. This is so much. Um, so walking into this race, quick step. It was going to be Pogacar versus Remco three times at once. That three different uh, ways at once. That was, <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah, yeah. two uh, more, and you've, yeah. you've and you've and you've lived up to your Craigslist. <laughs> so so the question, uh-huh. gentlemen. You was did it nail a, it, though, by the was way. It a, <laughs> was it a successful LBL from a viewing standpoint for you? No, it was pretty boring. Oof. Come on. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to stand by my um, claims earlier that I don't know that LBL should continue to be a monument. I don't think it's good enough. I think they got to do something. They either need know. to the shake it up. The course is not that exciting. Yeah. It's not. Or it's it's got to drop off. Well, we need a promotion relegation I, system. And part of I the problem is that depressed. the the <laughs> the main climb, the main launching pad to wins in the last years and many years is like the Saint Nicholas or whatever climb, and it's just a road on the side of a open grass field next to a highway. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's a decisive moment in the race, and like, but even though you've had all these like great champions attack there through the years. You still can't make that like a holy like sort of site of yeah. cycling. You know what I mean? The fact that they used to f- finish in Ans or whatever, like the suburb, the gritty like industrial suburb of Liège, and that mm-hmm. was more that was more epic. Like them winding their way through this these like working class neighborhood mm-hmm. was a yeah. better finish. Yes, all those races came down to only like that sprint at the end, but it was a much better and more exciting finish. I'd agree with that. So I, I, I thought this year was going to be 
the exception of the rule because of the Pogue Remco thing. Like they're they were so it seemed like they would be so evenly matched we'd really get a good race and I think it, it could have been a really great one, but yes, it was pretty boring otherwise. Though it Pidcock was there. It was nice to see Healy, well, who is like the breakout star yeah, of yeah, not yeah. winning of the spring, like mixing it up it. with all these uh established riders and, and Butraga or whatever from am I pronouncing his name right? Probably not. From Bahrain is also getting his first podium in a big race. So I so it sounds like it was pretty boring. So let's give the credit to where the credit is. By far the best race of the weekend was the women's uh LBL. Yeah. Uh, the f- race of Femmes. And it was Demi Vollering taking the win, sprint victory over Borghini of Trek Segafredo. Yeah. With Mar- Marlon Rooser of SD Works taking yeah. third. Shout out to uh, Enemique Van Vluten there in sixth place. Uh, <laughs> always wonderful. Um, Sharon, <laughs> Sharon Van Anroy, friend mm-hmm. of the Slow Ride podcast, mm-hmm. 15th Huge place. Fan. Yeah. 15th place. Not big enough fan because came in in a group. Could have could have sat up a little bit for sixteenth. It was all there. I was watching on the line and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, is that is that is that Sharon? Uh, oh, you missed it. So, but great win for Vollering. We did yeah. get a Twitter shout out from friend of the pod, uh, Bodenheimer, Michael Bodenheimer, who says, "When are you just going to put the belt on her already?" Yeah, and. I remind you that Allie Jackson took it. TikTok superstar Paris Roubaix winner took it last episode. But Vollering yeah. now, um, she did the has, sweep. She did the sweep. She she won Amsel Gold, Flesh Wallone, and LBL. Yep. She also took Dwarves, Strada Bianchi, and then she has two second places in there: Flanders <laughs> and uh, Brands Peels. So yeah. It's Holy ridiculous. Shit. That's yeah. like an amazing run. I, I'm i going to go with Bodenheimer because she has yet to ever win the Slow Ride Podcast belt. And I mean, this is that is one hell of a run for arguably the most important part of the women's calendar through LBL. Yeah. So I'm going to no, nominate I, her. I, no, 100% agree. She's, oh, it's she's an incredible run of form, but I don't think that's what the Slow Ride Podcast belt represents. We're not about... <laughs> The absolute domination, like Lance Armstrong would have had it for 10 years or something if the podcast was going on then, you know what I mean? And that wasn't our favorite rider of the time. It's the unexpected. It's the, it's the out of so, left field, so, un, unrecognized yeah. stars that get the slow ride podcast belt, not the one who dominates and wins everything and, and worst place gets second. And I don't think anybody's going to unseat Allie Jackson in my mind for quite some time. Well, I will, like, fair enough, but I do want to point out that Vollering did give us one of the greatest teammate battles of all time at Strade Bianca, which we did not recognize when she got attacked by her teammate viciously. We certainly did. I know, know, but we talked about about it, it. but we didn't didn't bring it up in in conversation of the belt because we did not know what she was going to accomplish this year. Sure. But I would go back to that, that that was a favorite moment of mine for this season. When the post-race interview is causing the drama that makes this podcast so awesome. So I do so, think okay. there is conversation to be had because of that, but understood that Allie Jackson... Here's, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll give you. Ceremonially, I will <laughs> uh, acquiesce to giving the belt to Volering, but on the caveat mm-hmm. that I put up another vote that also passes <laughs> um, <laughs> because Allie Jackson recently put out on her social media um, the I want to rock. Yeah, uh, that was video pretty good. Yeah. With yeah, the changing rock. the words slightly to <laughs> I want to rock uh, yeah. and just all around touring around with the Peru Bay trophy of the cobblestone. Uh, which is an incredible use of a social media, b a trophy of a cobblestone, and c a classic butt rock song. Um, good. Very good. I think I would give her the belt just for that alone. Um, so if you want to give it away to Volering as a like, hey, sorry, we should have maybe got this to you earlier, and then give it right back to Allie Jackson, I will accept that. So this is this is reminiscent of when uh, we took the belt <laughs> off of Simon Geshka 
yeah. in episode 330 by giving it to Matthew Vanderpool mm-hmm. and immediately taking it off of Matthew Vanderpool and giving it to the entire AG2RT <laughs> <laughs> approximately 10 minutes Which later. made sense at the probably. time. It, 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 it made sense defense. at the time, but it goes down, it goes down in, vic- in, in record. So yeah. uh, um, I will move that uh, Demi Vollering takes the Slow Ride podcast belt in episode 434. Um, All in favor? Yeah. This has yeah. to be unanimous. I agree. I'm going to need some sort of signed paperwork. <laughs> Cesar, I know you, I know you don't want to use, uh, we're not using quality, uh, like pure racing quality as, as right. the room here. Not, but, not solely. But I, I was looking over her results again, and like Tim said, all the first and seconds on the 117th. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. She has raced eight times this year, and only one time has she or Lada Kopecky not won one of those races. Like, if she doesn't win, then yeah. her teammate wins. So not only does unless, she get... Unless it's Paris-Roubaix. Well, like, no, but she wasn't at Roubaix. That's what I'm saying. Of of yeah. the races she started in, one time she, she lost... Uh, <laughs> Like she just actually lost the race, but the other times her teammate won too. So like, she just gets like it's bonus just like, quality uh, it points. I I think it comes. I, it's a very solid point. I I mean Spencer, this must be unanimous, uh-huh. and I think it goes down in record that Demi Vollering has won the belt. It may be a short reign. Are you willing to take the risk here? <laughs> for, really? For, are you gonna hold what? your cards to the vest? Interesting. I, I think we should do it. She's obviously the best rider in the world right now. <laughs> She's made the racing exciting. All right. I'm going right, to so, trust you on this. Okay. And the fans so, are behind me on this. So, so, I can tell. So Demi Vollering is now the Slow Ride Podcast Championship Belt winner as <laughs> our favorite women cyclist. Spencer, do you have another nomination to bring to the table? I w- yes, I would actually, Tim. Thank you for uh, bringing this up. I'd like to uh, nominate Allie Jackson for the "I Want to Rock" uh, <laughs> play on words video. That is absolutely incredible, and the way a champion should celebrate a win of something to the caliber of Paris. And, and I absolutely loved that video. I yeah. double tapped the heart. It was fantastic. I shared it with four or five people. I think that she is a worthy two-time champion. Of the Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt. Yes. So the belt is back to Allie Jackson. Quick little detour. Got cleaned <laughs> off a little bit. Um, there we go. So fantastic there. LBL, uh, once again, uh, yeah. did not disappoint. The only and, thing uh, disappointing on the first half of this podcast was that little guy isn't done with his jacket yet. That is true. Hey, you and guys, with that... You guys got to wait for the big reveal like everyone else. Let's go to our... Let's go to our... T- our, it wouldn't be a seam. Let's let's go to the cobbler of the podcast, Adam Hansen, to see if he can help guide <laughs> little guy in sewing his way through a puffy Ragnarok in this week's Primlot. I'm Lotte Kopecky, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the Primlout. Major shout out to all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Mm-hmm. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out all about our bevy of shows. I'm sure the Grodio will be all over the recap of the Lifetime Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. We also always have our good friends at Cyclocross Radio and the legendary Criterium Nation podcast. I say legendary because I ran across Chris beef superstar travis mccabe at oh, sea otter interesting dropping dimes about being on network podcasts so you want to check that out over at criterium nation wherever you get your podcasts nice so yeah many thanks tim one uh one feature uh not a bug a feature of the wide angle podium network that i think we don't bring up enough that deserves a little love is the roller derby uh oh product yes. <laughs> uh, yes. rollerderby.com has been slaying it this year as usual uh it is a season-long ongoing competition where you uh, are allotted a series of fake internet points 
uh, and see how much you actually know about cycling. Put your put your reputation on the line with your friends. Start a little league within there. Um, and uh, Wide Angle Podium members get an extra 500 points to play with. Uh, it's basically like house betting or uh, horse race betting. You kind of play the odds, decide what you want to risk on LBL. You know, did you think Pogue had it? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's it's a ton of fun. Uh, so check out Roller Derby uh, via so, WideAnglePodium.com. So just as a sample of what Roller Derby has up right now, there are only four props so far. But there's the classic, will Mark Cavendish win a stage at the Giro? Um, that odds... Definitely going in the favor of no, <laughs> but um, here's a classic. Will a race vehicle be involved in a crash at the Giro d'Italia? And uh, you know what? I'm putting 25 down on yes right now, live on the Slow Ride <laughs> podcast. So um, also want to thank continuing supporter Hammerhead. Head over to hammerhead.io yes. to find out about the wonderful cycling computers and other accoutrements of f- tracking your cycling fitness mm-hmm. and accessories, head on over, go to hammerhead.io and use the promo code SLOWRIDE for your very own heart rate strap. Yeah. Um, the Crew 2 is a computer I use whenever I'm riding. I really love the functionality. I really love the big, bright screen. Great color, like works good. Um, you know, the swiping and whatnot, uh, just out of the box, really, really beautiful product really works well. And, uh, yeah, you head over to hammerhead.io to check them out. Use the promo code SLOWRIDE when you're checking out, let them know that we were the ones who sent you over there. And, uh, yeah, we would, uh, we would really appreciate it They're They've been a great partner to us. That's right. Let's head back to the show. My name is Matthew Vanderpool, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, here we are back to the show. Before I open up the overflowing Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com mailbag. Oh, I love it. Did get another note that Uh-oh. brought up the interesting fact that Matthew Vanderpool is now sponsored by Lamborghini. You may recall... Oh. That Matthew Vanderpool was sponsored as an ambassador by Porsche, and he proceeded to select a four-door Porsche for the car of choice that he got to roll around the cobbles of Flanders. Little guy had some opinions on that, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah. We, I think near Universal that we all believe that the Miami minivan that is the four-door Porsche <laughs> should not be allowed on any road, let alone under the guidance of generational talent, Matthew Vanderpool. But going this, to Lamborghini, this, the I'll things put a, are... I'll put a, I want to put an asterisk there on that Porsche, though, just, just in case uh, there is an out for any listeners of the podcast that happen to have one. Obviously, you guys are excluded. <laughs> Uh, from this yeah for sure so (laughs) i don't i don't know if they are you know what i'll just whoa you You could be friendly we we like hanging out with you just not in your car if you got a (laughs) four-door if you got a four-door porsche there's so many great porsches i love porsches i think they look fantastic great great car so tim what you're saying is if you have four doors and you're a porsche driver you should have two porsches Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just so checking. Here's the next part. So Matthew Vanderpool goes to Lamborghini. I'm getting uh-huh. excited. Okay. I'm yeah. like stoked. I'm like going to Lamborghini. He can get like a you know what is it like a Countach? Like yeah, I used to have a po- I used to have a poster <laughs> of one of those in my in my room. I bet you did. Uh, you know the Rivalto, which is like their I think that's their or the Huracan. Yeah. But what does yeah. he get? Do you know what he gets? He no, gets an SUV get? Lamborghini. Have you seen this thing? They make an SUV Lamborghini. They make an SUV. They do. It retails at like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your absurd. Oh, for your off-road uh, adventures. No, this is the Lamborghini Urus. It's supermarket it's, parking lots. Uh-huh. It's it's gross. 
Now, it's just, hang on. Little guy, do you think anybody who buys a Lamborghini SUV for $250,000 actually goes to the grocery store themselves? Yeah, yeah, because the only people that buy Lamborghini SUVs are... are, are They're renting are, them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're renting, okay, they're right. renting them yeah. for, their in, for their Instagram. I, I'm pretty sure when I went to the Whole Foods in Miami, I saw one, so... <laughs> All right, okay. So they've been in production since 2017... And yeah. it, I just, it's just, it's gotta just be a, it's just a Volkswagen underneath, right? Because it's all, it's so, all, it's all a vag product. So it means at the, at the bare bones, it's just whatever, whatever Volkswagen SUV is the same size. And yeah. Then they just so you're, you're saying this is a, a Tiguan or whatever. It's a Tiguan. Uh, just with a fancier body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Tiguan with a 4,000% markup. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just... There are, he could have gotten some really cool Lambos, but he got a See, V8 it's just, SUV. This is like, could, I don't this think he could have a, because I think they're all bad. They're all bad, terrible no, looking, no. stupid Here's, here's how offended I am by this. This is, is, this is to Lamborghini choice as white bib shorts is to LBL and your first world championship. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, that's a good point. And I still am a, Matthew Vanderpool Stan, I'd look the other way, especially when I see him driving away from the podium in this uh-huh. SUV. You know, uh-huh. like maybe, maybe the answer is, well, Tim, how how else do you expect me to put the trophies in my car? That was my Matthew. That's Vanderpool, true. The uh, trophies accent. are too big to the, fit the t- in the mid mid engine uh, <laughs> Lambos. All right, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a fair so, point. I hadn't considered all right. that. Yeah. All right, um, so. I think, yeah. though, we cannot conclude this conversation without just a quick update from Little Guy. I know he probably hasn't been by recently, but we used to do uh, a, a famous road loop out of St. Paul uh, that took us by the toy shop. Oh, yeah. A Lamborghini. <laughs> a Lamborghini that uh, uh, was in, in the works. Um, it was a Fiero, Pontiac Fiero yeah, being converted. Fiero to a uh, Lamborghini body kit, a famous yeah. Countach uh, style. So have you seen it recently, and has the owner made any progress? I haven't been for a while. No, that's, that's yeah. a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I haven't. Um, the weather's getting nice. I will have to get out there. Um, okay. So I don't know. Tim, to your point, I also haven't been to the base of the Ohio Street climb in St. Paul to go past the toy box, which is uh, which is uh, seems to mostly be like an old Mercedes shop that's in like a, a steel a little like steel barn building and you would never notice it except for we rolled by at some point and the door was open and there we was by very slow quite the collection. <laughs> yeah. Quite the collection of, uh, uh, vintage, vintage Mercedes so, in there. So always nice. fun to roll past. Um, let's, uh, let's get into this, uh, mailbag. So okay. we got an update from friend of the pod in St. Louis. We're all allowed one. Um, Matt, <laughs> who, uh, you may remember we got tipped on the Craigslist in St. Louis listing of about 20 uh, Klein quantums, all in the size range of 57, 59, and like a 60 of a variety of, of fields. And we were giving Matt advice because he had not heard back. Yeah. To make he was, the he deal. was trying to bargain this thing and he was trying to bargain not overplay um, his hand Mm -hmm. so he had the update right after we recorded two weeks ago to say i appreciate the help the negotiations came through i'm a klein guy now even better it's one of the cool color changing paint jobs the jade chameleon so congratulations to matt congratulations but do you think I was going to leave it there? No. I said, I need the full details of the negotiation and how it all went down and the final <laughs> price because this is going to dictate the price. Remember, the posting yeah. did not have the price. The posting did very... not. He, he was a savvy so, uh, seller. So Matt goes forward to tell me how this all went, goes down to us. I this is the opening wait. sentence. The opening sentence is, it was really passive aggressive. <laughs> which, which could you expect nothing you're talking yeah, to a client yeah, yeah. connoisseur yeah i would send an ebay link to a similar frame that sold for around 200 and the seller would write back a reasoned response about why it wasn't a good comparison eventually 
They told me that he would sell the Chameleon Quantum Pro for seven fifty to someone in the UK who most likely found him through the pod. So someone else went oh. to him from the UK. So now, we, now we've got... UK corner coming in hot. <laughs> UK corner coming in hot. Trying yeah. to... But the seller may have gotten the, uh, the, the, uh, um, the conversion the, the wrong. Conversion yeah. wrong. Yeah. Might've thought it was still on par. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ever he since told Brexit. Me, <laughs> he then told me that he felt like the chameleon quantum race. Remember not the pro cause he's selling the pro to the UK corner. So uh-huh. the quantum race was worth 400. He then said, I would probably be best suited with the Trek made cute. Q Pro with more modern features and better performance, which he said was also worth four hundred. I was mildly mildly offended. I was in this for the nostalgia, yes, not the performance. Be, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Nice try, Klein salesperson. Uh-huh. So Matt says I offered three hundred and he countered three fifty. This is at a four hundred starting point. So uh-huh. great uh-huh. offer, counters a three fifty. Most people would say, split the difference, move on. But no, yeah. Matt, no, never split the difference. Matt goes, throw in a headset, stem, and seat post and make it 375. But it was a Thompson seat post. I agreed, good, mainly good because deal. I've already promised my wife I would take her to the beautiful St. Louis Botanical Garden. Hey, come on, Matt. Don't try to convince us that St. Louis this is a nice a... botanical garden. <laughs> but <This is> some... <laughs> so I unfortunately have to confirm. I've been it. So, it's nice. So, so this is uh, this this is gets good. So Matt, the the listener, uh, agrees to meet the seller at the police station because the seller didn't want the location of all those beautiful frames revealed. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I get that. I get that. I was having second thoughts, but when he pulled the frame from the back of his Honda Element, I knew I had made the right decision. I never realized that Jade Chameleon was one of those 90 color changing paints that goes from yeah. green to purple, depending on the light direction. It's mind bending. I asked him if he knew about the pod and he said he got their email filling him out, but didn't know, <laughs> but didn't know he would be featured. He kept his cards close to his vest, but I started interviewing him, hoping to get something for the pod. I asked him if he was a sponsored rider or shop owner, and he said he was just a big fan of clients and obsessively collecting them in the 90s and early 2000s. Oh, living the dream. He's got so much. God. This is this guy. I mean, Matt, Slow Ride Podcast Hall of Fame for this email, but also the seller. Like, just, just on it before we got on it. The bike is mostly built now. Even found some '90s fat wrap speci- speckled bar tape. Thanks for spending or sending me on this adventure, oh, uh, yes. friend of the pod, Matt. So I bravo, love it. Congrats, Matt. Love it. A Hall of Fame uh, email. Thank you for the update. As we uh, we continue into I, the, the mailbag, I sincerely hope that our listenership from around the world, especially UK corner, uh, because they've got a, a leverage with the conversions. Continue to pepper this guy with emails about uh, picking up those frames because what a trophy for a Slow Ride podcast fan to have not only a client frame, but one from St. Louis. It's yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. So, like, you, pay whatever he asks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to negotiate down already yeah. like was great and to get the Thompson Sea Post thrown in. But shout out to UK Corner for going to snipe the other one. I mean, oh, yeah. we, actually, we need more, you know, UK corner. If you guys, do you have Craigslist over there? <laughs> They've got to have, you know, blokes, G- something blokes <laughs> list. I don't know. <laughs> blokes corner, Jeeves list. There's got to be something. The, um, <laughs> the upstairs, downstairs of cycling uh, <laughs> sales. Did, if you need advice, we're here for you. Just keep the emails coming. We got three emails last week okay. from Frank Cundiff, Dylan, and legendary Todd Grassman about the e-bike revolution that has hit rail biking, little guy. Did yeah. you see all oh three of goodness. these? These are I did. two I saw, uh, things I did not think yeah. would collide. Holy two, moly. Two of those came across like within an hour of each other. Within an hour. I would <laughs> and, say that and, Frank <laughs> Cundiff did get the um, 
did get it by a bike throw because he yeah by a, by a couple days but yeah um thanks to everybody especially because i was laid up at home sick and uh, <laughs> i hadn't seen those and suddenly they started coming in so i i got to sit down and watch it and it was good but yeah go on to me yeah it was good oh no really so good. again um like you little guy dylan uh said that he was mindlessly scrolling um youtube and you know todd's yeah. always got us on his mind uh digging down deep into what is the uh the wonderful world of cycling um so thanks to both uh for uh for sending those over <sighs> and making little guy get through a, and, a, a horrible and, sickness and, and, i couldn't even go e, see you last week i know is an e-rail bike not a train <laughs> um you know i should i should yeah i should reshare the link to this video um because i don't remember at what the point name does the, the government right now, but... get involved and say hey yeah <laughs> you can't do that it is a pretty slick setup that this this guy had and not to mention too it was just a um it was a good was video it? slick it, drone footage I... and uh he's riding down the coast in california too so it, it it's is pretty... it cheating does the rail oh, bike I mean, community does the rail bike community hate I, e-bikes the way the say, mountain bike community oh, does? They're like, oh, is, no, I don't no, know. No. no, they love it. You really need I'm help sure going up that five percent climb, Tim. I mean, you won't even have five percent. There's, there's yeah. no no grade that on a rail line. I mean, R- riding am I going to get one? No, but on railroad tracks is already cheating, Tim. So. <laughs> the rules so are you out may, the window. You may remember a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy wrote in to us, needed some bike advice about his bike being stolen and how he right, needed right. A, a certain amount of, you know, limited amount of money. And obviously the moots, <laughs> he knew I was going to mention a moots, but he said, you know, I have a little wiggo on the way and we, yes. we were going to help him get a cargo bike or like a burly. But mm-hmm. he did say, he did mention that he has, um, that he's come across wiggo a few times and he wanted to come back to us with how his Wigo story probably about smelling like burnt cigarettes and you know what it was. So he, Andy writes back, um, you know, thanks for the advice. Still none the wiser, but for the Wigan story, he bumped into him after a gig. I'd seen the band young fathers play a show in Camden, London. My might, my mates and I were grabbing a pint after the show in a nearby pub when who would should stroll in, Yellow Jersey winner and time trial gold medalist and Jiffy Bag connoisseur Brad Wiggins. Initially, I couldn't believe it was Wigo. Of all the pubs in all the towns, but indeed it was. After eventually plucking up the courage, we ambled over and asked for a quick pick. Known for being introverted, I was nervous. But this is Bradley Wiggins, who also looked quite hesh these days. So didn't uh-huh. want to mess, or mess about with him. But what proceeded was quite extraordinary. We had a chat with the former hour record holder for nearly 20 minutes. We talked music, kids, where we lived, and what we did for jobs and a small amount of cycling. It was quite bizarre to have all of these chats with a idol of UK Corner. Yeah. We even had a natter, a natter with his wife and father-in-law. I don't even, probably a beer. Natter, probably a natural ice. Natty ice. Nah, nah, nah. That's like some sort of uh, sausage and potato dish, probably. <laughs> so Wigo had a couple of drinks and headed off home. And as a dad, I don't get out much, but this was made the night of my year. This sounds amazing. So yeah. this got this good. got Andy to wondering, who out of these pairings would you would the slow ride pod prefer to bump into on a night out? So okay. he's going to give us some folks, and then we have to decide. Let's make it pretty quick. As we go okay. through. All right. Julian Alaphilippe or Mark Cavendish? Cav. Alaphilippe. Definitely Cav. I, yes. I, I would get arrested if I was hanging out with Alaphilippe because he would be doing dastardly things. I, I did see the thing with Cav is if you see him across the room, it's, it's easy to get his attention because you just do the, the phone salute that he did uh, crossing uh, the line yeah. that one time. <laughs> The HTC days. Yeah. 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 Um, Matthew Vanderpool, Matthew Vanderpool or Wout Van Art? Uh, Wout doesn't I, drive a Lambo, so. I think I'd want to hang out with Wout Van Art, to be honest, a little bit more than Matthew yeah. Vanderpool. Because we can talk about kids, you know? 
It, uh, but oh. it's also like Matthew Vanderpool's yeah, Vanderpool. got that like Vanderpool. you know how, like when you're real when you're the best at what you do, you probably don't have the most social skills because you spend all your time on the bike. Since Wout Van Art isn't the best at what he does, um, interesting. It's probably a little Sis, bit more social. Sis. I'm gonna say Vanderpool because I want to know <laughs> about the Lambo. You want to know about the Lambo? All right. What yeah. do you got, little guy? Oh, I'd say uh, wow, because if nothing else, we yeah. can fall back right. on uh, talking about kids. Uh, well, see, Mary- here's the other thing. If you talk to uh, what, um, Matthew Vanderpool and, like, for some reason he doesn't want to talk to you, Watt's going to be coming about 10, 15 seconds behind him. So, Good, sick burn. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was really good, Spencer. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, do you want wait, to... So- how long do I have to wait for Pidcock to show up at this bar? At least a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, Marianne Voss or Van Vluten? Oh, Voss. this is a slam dunk. No question about it for me. It's Voss. It's got to be. Voss. I say Voss, but you know, I've got, I've got to say. Then there's we a lot of movies. St- a lot of movies. Yeah. And Voss was at the phone party, and I was like, I wanted to say something, just. Yeah, that's true. But I we felt too awkward. <laughs> yeah, we but I mean, we didn't really It's probably the a only good thing person, you didn't say anything to her. You know, yeah. the like, only person I talked to at the foam foam party was was Vandahar, and I literally almost stepped on him, and that's why I just had to like <laughs> apologize. I shook his hand, but like you know, just because I ran into him. The only you guy shook his hand you... than the little guy is <laughs> the little um, guy Vandahar. Tom Boonin or Nairo Quintana. Uh, well, Tim, I know you've already met Tom Booney, but I know yeah. Nairo would probably be your pick anyway. I'd say um, Nairo, though, he voted right wing in that Colombian presidential election. He was, he was <laughs> going there. He was there. So I don't know if I actually want to hang with Nairo. So I'll I, hang with Tom. Tom likes to party. I think I, I kind of want to hang out with Tom Booney. I ain't going to lie. There are some good parties. Ask him some questions. Talk about I car just racing. Wa- I want to know. I want to be like, Tom Give it to me straight. I've got 30 seconds with you, bud. Did Cancelera have a motor? What's up? <laughs> uh, little guy, I already know the answer here, and I think you're going to know the answer for me, so Spencer will be the tiebreaker. Greg LeMond or Laurent Fignon? Oh, come huh? on. You know, I want, I mean, obviously I can't, I can't meet Fignon anymore, so for sure. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I've, been, I've been in the room with Greg LeMond. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, we've, uh, I've, I've chatted with Greg. Uh, shook his hand. Uh, he's signed a copy of the uh, Tour de France uh, DVD over there on my shelf uh, that I can see from here. But I would absolutely meet him again. Yeah, Greg yeah, Lamont, one of the all-time greats. Tim famously well, tried to get him to join our team. We tried to get him to join our team. <laughs> Didn't true. work, but he does have the business card. So uh, it was I'm a, sure it was he's a good step. filed away um, in his wallet. Yeah. This one seemed a little stand, uh, sandbagged. Mitch Docker or TJ Van Garderen? Uh, <laughs> oh, come I, on. That's come on. Obviously. Like the, <laughs> Andy, really, just going, going for it. But yeah. Deep cuts. Deep cuts, it's though. It's definitely Mitch Docker. Uh, Mitch. Taco Vanderhorn or Bimmy uh, uh, Gourmet? Ooh. Well, I mean, they both seem I, nice. They both seem I don't pretty know. nice. Can this we just like, is... all go out to pizza like on that so, one? So like, here's yeah. the thing. We could certainly, the three of us plus Gourmet plus Taco could all fit in Taco's uh, Volkswagen van and yeah. we could all cruise around yeah. and just have a great yeah. time. Yeah, I can't choose that one. Um, the Gummy Bear. You get a coin flip. Oh. Yeah. The oh, Gummy okay. Bear, Carlos. Betancourt. Betancourt. Yeah. Or the Little Prince, Damiano Cunego. This, by the way, the fact that Andy oh, yeah. is bringing out the Gummy Bear and the Little Prince. Yeah, yeah. OG listener right here. I can tell. This is like oh, yeah. back to like episodes 50, 60. So for me, I think I'm going to go with my first love and that's going to be the little prince watching yeah. him dance away from, uh, all takers at that, uh, what the 2005 Giro cemented Fool. cycling for me. Uh, a fool as usual follows really? his stupid heart. <laughs> you go with the Bettenker. <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) Gotta go with the gummy bear. The man did it all. He held the the hopes of an entire podcast for years. Um, He did. And, uh, (laughs) you know, we were probably the only ones paying attention to his career there for for the last. That's true. uh, Yeah. At least. And 
I really do. I, you know, I want to, I want to chat with them. I want to be like, Hey man, big fan, big fans. We love you. Big fans. Um, Cecile Utrip Ludwig, one of the greatest yes. personalities. It's going to be a tough yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. one to beat. Or, I think it's or, done. Or two-time Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt holder, oh, Allison man. Jackson. Ooh. They both seem like they'd be really fun to hang out with. Oh. Like, they both just seem like they're both great cyclists, but they also just seem fun. All right. So this, what this comes down to is, they're both going to be an amazingly fun time to hang out with. Like they're going to have great stories. They're going to just own it. But uh, which, like, do you want to show up on the social media or not? Is just kind of how this is going to break down. Oh yeah. I I think I would definitely want to be on a video, social media. I I'm going to go with Allie Jackson because I feel that. She could even make me look cool dancing. That's mm. probably true. I feel like this is the this is the same problem of the taco gourmet. Like they it both, is. They both seem legitimately like super I fun, nice folks. Yeah, and this I, is and a I, great. And I, I don't want to decide. I guess this is <laughs> this, this is a great uh, great question to answer. So topping it off, Andy comes to us with a big one. Okay, gorgeous George Hincappy. Uh oh. Okay. Or Bling Matthews. <gasps> Jeez, the, not even the, tough. The ultimate. I mean, these are. This is our white whale. These these are our white whales. Two white Who, whales. Two white whales <laughs> yeah. that have yet to come on the podcast. We've been begging uh, for I over four hundred episodes. Know what I want. That we've given up. I would say Bling Matthews. Yeah. Same. I think so. I think so as well. I think, I think we, we, George is like an old flame that you, like you loved for so long and just like scorned you just one too many times and you're finally over it. But bling, man, it's too recent. So I'll go back. If he calls, I'd come right back. Yeah. And I like, I've always wanted to be in a WRX. I want, I wanted to (laughs) see one of those cars. You know, it's not an SUV Lambo. So, I'll give him that. Fun SUV. So you know he's going with the manual. Definitely Bling Matthews. I just quick, quick before I end this one. Uh huh. Bling Matthews could have worn the white World Championship shorts if he won it. He got third last time around. We we're very close to a a rightful white shirt short wearer. Um, we got another follow-up quick email from Daniel Peoples. Hello again, longtime listener, second time writer. Following right. up on my last email, I've spoken with the committee of the Fife Cycle Speedway in Scotland, <laughs> and we would absolutely be delighted to afford you guys press releases, press, press passes, sorry, for our Scottish Open <laughs> event. Luckily, my wife is also the laminator and has clip art to, uh, <laughs> to create yes. said passes, yes. so they'll definitely look professional, potentially. You also Very mentioned good. starting a race. I can confirm that there is a gate with tapes going straight up, which happens 90% of the time. There is, however, occasional <laughs> hilarity as a rider gets almost decapitated by a semi-risen <laughs> oh, tape. <laughs> Again, we would be delighted uh, if you could operate the funny. start gate to get a race or two underway. However, operate I do think it's important gate. to manage some expectations. Although some gates are operated electro- electrically by pushing a button, we have opted for the lower tech and probably slightly more environmentally friendly, pulling two bits of rope to send the gates up. Uh-huh. So, so it's we, have, a, we have press on. passes and where can be the starters of the Scottish we, Speedway Open. They're going <laughs> to give us the reins to Literally. what is essentially <laughs> a reverse guillotine. Yes. Yeah. I, like I'm a bad sold. idea, but I'll do oh, it. Can yeah. I... Can I just want to say that at the end of the email, and by the way, can't wait, says it's close to Falkirk where the Falkirk wheel and the Kelpies are. We have lodging in Falkirk, gentlemen. And he says, Danny with an AOL email account from the Fife <laughs> Revolution Cycle Speedway. Uh-huh. Really selling it. I love it. This is great. <laughs> oh. Oh, so good. Man. So, um, 
All right, I mean, guys, the, it's just overflowing here because we got another one. This one's good. All right. Got okay. a link. Got a link sent my way. Sent to us from a gentleman, uh, a person uh, named Andy uh, Konecki. And it was a missed connections in Minneapolis. You may have seen me put this on my um, Twitter feed. Did you? Oh. Did, you did either yeah, of you yeah, yeah, see yeah. this? I did see this. Yes. Yeah. Quite good. Quite good. So uh, allow me to read it to you. It was flagged, so it was removed. I'm very disappointed that someone <laughs> removed this because it was... I don't know why someone removed this, heartfelt. but allow me yeah. to read it. Okay. Florida man at bike shop in Minneapolis. <clears throat> On my way into Angry Catfish to buy cable housing, we locked eyes and nodded to each other in acknowledgement. I'm sure you didn't know who I was, but I knew who you were. I was too embarrassed, too shy to say hello. I was captivated by that resplendent mullet that says, I love hockey, but I also live in Florida. Those eyes that say, I can throw a good foam party without the foam. The face that says, I can pronounce Pogacar five different ways. The form that says, I will attack on the climb as long as it's a Floridian overpass. Farewell, <laughs> Florida man, till we meet again. Uh, now, I don't know what you guys know, but that sounds like me at the Angry Catfish at exactly the time that I was there. What a it wonderful email to get. A little oh, bit yeah. like you, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's it's really incredible. Beautiful. So, little guy, yeah. was it you that flagged it? No, it wasn't me. Jealous wasn't rage? Me. <laughs> jealous rage, no. <laughs> you know, no, I if, did not. I wouldn't, if, I wouldn't have flagged it. I don't want to stand in the way of love. If the UK corner <laughs> does not have a Craigslist, they are really missing out on all kinds of gems and I, I hope that they do. Yeah. So we got one more. This is the final one before we end the podcast and little guy backwards is best. Dear slow ride. I began listening in August, 2022 after quickly exhausting the current episodes, I delved deeper into the past one year at a time. Until oh, no. finally reaching the very beginning. I now think backwards is the best way to listen to the slow ride. Like peeling back the layers of an onion, the inside jokes <laughs> gradually become clearer. Until one realizes that there is really nothing at the center but more onion. And I love onions. While it's true that I miss Tom Boonin, Tom Boonin and little Hymar in the earliest episodes, it is nice mm. listening knowing that their various accidents, strokes, retirements, etc. all turned out okay. <laughs> and also, speaking of which, you didn't publish an episode last week. I hope all is well. But P.S. As I travel from the archives to the current episodes and back, bouncing around in the space-time continuum, I have crossed paths with Warren a few times. Oh Being responsible cyclists, we, of course, wave at each other as we pass. But he seems a bit perplexed when I shout out, Hey, Warren, as I am sure <laughs> he is wondering how I could possibly know his name. He will understand as he joins the present. For, yeah. for those of you that know, Warren is our uh, listener that is about one year behind. Yeah, he's playing catch-up. Playing catch-up that constantly emails us about where, when he hears himself on an episode a year yeah. later. It's uh, fantastic. Um, and that one comes to us from friend of the pod in uh, the Pacific Northwest, Judson. So thanks again right. for the email. Absolutely incredible email. Uh, yeah. I love I, it. I, so, I, don't, I don't recommend going back to the beginning. I, I don't actually know what's back there. But it was we, a long time ago. I can't like I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not sad about the content we produced back then, qual uh, uh, content-wise. But I am sad about the quality. Like there, the microphones and equipment Super that we used, uh, a far cry from from what we're using today. And uh, that's really my only hang-up. <coughs> well, yeah, you want to hear me drop the microphone a lot. Yeah. Yourself back there to the early episodes. There's an episode where I was working on my bike to go do the Trek Cup. 
Mm-hmm. I dropped my I dropped my phone like fifteen times. I Those believe there's an episode, or at least a part of an episode, where you're underneath the van working for a while, wasn't there? I think I did. I think I yeah. did work on the van during one of the episodes. Yeah, you know, I make a little more time for the pod. Than I used to. <laughs> Sometimes I used to sort of like really have the. You phoned it in, yeah. I literally, I was on. <laughs> so. It's been another wonderful episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. We've saved so much for next week. But we'd like to thank all of those that email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com and <laughs> all that find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. DMs are open. We'd also like to thank all of the members and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out about the selection of shows and supporting independent cycling media. And Major shout out to BK1 of Rhymesayers Entertainment for the intro and outro music and Hammerhead for their continued support. Head to hammerhead.io and use the promo code SLOWRIDE to get your very own accessory with the purchase of the Karoo 2 cycling computer. And with that, in beautiful Orlando, Florida, this is Tim. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Western Massachusetts reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists who see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Dear cycling friends, we accept the fact that we have created the premier gravel and road racing podcast, and we don't think you're crazy to ask us who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a hobby blogger, a gravel pro, and a curious newbie. And you can find us on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours the Grodio Podcast.